Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Chris. Okay. Good morning. Good morning, Jim. How are you? Thanks I'm, for having me. I'm, I'm not too bad on this beautiful Friday morning. It's a, it's an exciting day for lots of students. Uh, there may be some disappointment along the way, but that's life. An exciting day for students and for parents, and for those who may be in celebratory mood later today. Uh, Drink Aware has some helpful tips because there are lots of dangers lurking out there and unless we're informed and unless we talk about these things with our parents, uh, with our children, uh, there can be serious consequences. Is that correct? That's exactly it, uh, Jim. So this is really just about encouraging parents and young people to have an open, honest conversation about how they plan to mark this milestone, which they you know, will surely want to mark, whether they're happy with their results or disappointed. Uh, many young people out there will want to mark this significant milestone as they get their results. So it's really just about having a conversation uh, and finding out if your young person is planning on celebrating the occasion with alcohol, giving them the fact that they need to make sure they make the most healthy, uh, informed choices about that. So if you like, we have some tips for parents on how to have that conversation in the best possible way. So the first thing to remember is to really create a non-judgmental space. So obviously this is a really intense and emotional time for your teen, whether they're happy or disappointed or anxious, whatever the case may be. So listen to what they have to say, because they'll be more inclined to listen to you um, if, if they also feel heard. And then make sure you have an honest conversation about alcohol. Many young people might think that you know, alcohol has desired effects like better mood or confidence, but let them know that alcohol is also a depressant, so it can have the opposite effect. And then make sure you plan ahead and encourage your team to share their plans with you. So help them create safe plans, such as how they're getting home safely, how their friends are getting home safely. Make sure that, you know, they're taking public transport or they have a designated driver or they're getting a lift. Make sure they never, ever get behind the wheel if they've had anything to drink and they never get into a car with anybody else who might have had something to drink and let them know what to say if they feel they're being pressured into drinking. And then also, you know, discuss alternatives. Remember that, like, don't always assume that your young person is going to mark this occasion with alcohol. More and more young people are choosing, you know, to drink mindfully or to go completely sober altogether as part of the sober curious movement. So have a chat about alcohol-free alternatives or, you know, things like, Things like, things like mocktails or uh, zero or low alcohol beers, for example, and then also build up their resilience against any peer pressure. And then make sure you educate your team. Inform them of the HSE low risk weekly guidelines and what a standard drink is. And for those that don't know, a standard drink is considered half a pint of beer or cider, a pub measure of spirits or 100 mils of wine. And the weekly guidelines, the low risk weekly guidelines are 17 standard drinks in a week for a man with two alcohol free days and 11 uh, standard drinks in a week with two alcohol free days for a woman. Now, if you've just joined us, we're talking to Chris O'Lorcon from uh, Drink Aware uh, in relation to celebratory uh, events might, which may be taking place this evening and tonight. Chris, you mentioned um, Sober Curious Movement. Talk to me a bit more about that. Yeah, so that's, you know, a, a movement of people who are who are really exploring the idea of sobriety. So really either exploring really cutting down their alcohol 
or choosing not to drink at all. And it's actually really led by a lot of young people. So as I was saying, you shouldn't just assume your young person wants to drink. Many young people nowadays are choosing not to drink at all. And it can be for different reasons. Some of them might consider not drinking due to mental health. You know, they might be thinking about not drinking due to, you know, career prospects and things coming up on social media. Or also a lot of young people just choose not to drink because they're really into their physical health. They might be really into their sports or going to the gym. So it's really important to know that there's many, many young people and more and more out there that are not just automatically going to drink to celebrate an occasion like this. It's interesting to hear you talk about that, uh, you know, young people and, and their, their changing attitudes and their, their zest for life and their, their wanting to live healthy lives. When I was growing up, um, our choice was either the Pioneer Pen, that was one of our choices, uh, but that was more along religious grounds, if, if memory serves me. But you, you say that young people are more uh, into healthy living now. Absolutely, yeah. So we know that from research that more and more young people, and this, this number is increasing all the time, so they definitely are, and it can be healthy living for their mind or their body, you know what I mean? And they're just more conscious of uh, their choices. Yeah, so it's, it's not necessarily a religious uh, statement. It's, it's really just about thinking what's going to be the best for them in terms of either their mental health, their physical health, or other you know, long-term prospects. And you know, the best way to find out if this is something that uh, your young person is considering is just to have the conversation with them in the first place. In, in your Drink Aware uh, campaign, if you like, and, and the ongoing work that you do, how do you reach out to schools and, and, and places of education? Yeah, so what we do is we really work with parents. Uh, it, we focus on working with parents and young people you know, directly if they want to look up our resources. But if parents do want information, they can look at our website. We have a, a parents hub on there, drinkaware.ie forward slash parents. And they can log on there and there's tons of free information, advice, resources, whether that's for parents who want to you know, have kids or young people receiving their leave insert results today, but also parents of maybe younger teens who you know, want to talk to their, their younger teen about the, the implications and dangers of alcohol consumption and to try and delay the age of when, when they might take their first drink to, to prevent them drinking under the age of 18. Do you think as, as a nation we are moving more towards the whole notion of healthy living and, and drink aware? Absolutely. So we know from research that we carry out every year that more and more people say that Irish attitudes towards alcohol are changing. And I believe it's a third of uh, people in our most recent survey under the age of 34 um, stated that they believe Irish uh, or culture towards alcohol is changing for the better in the last three years. So it definitely is changing for the better, yeah. So finally, uh, your, your final message to parents, guardians and students for this afternoon and this evening. Yeah, so I would say have the conversation with your young person. So we know that a lot of parents kind of want to speak to their teens about alcohol, but we often hear they think they don't have any influence. But actually the truth from research shows that it's the opposite of that. Like parents are really key influences in their young person's life. And if they have that open two-way conversation with them about how they plan to celebrate, make sure they're informed around the HSE low week alcohol. Low week, low risk weekly alcohol guidelines, and then helping them plan their fun, safe, and enjoyable evening celebrate. It gives both the young person and the parents peace of mind. So we would be saying just have that conversation. Well, in general discussion in families, would you recommend that if if a decision is is arrived at whereby the student feels like, well, I'm 18, I can have a drink, is it better that the 18 year old drinks with the parent, or 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 in with their own peers? 
Uh, what we would say is important is that um, parents and young people need to have this conversation. First of all, under 18, alcohol should have no place in childhood, so that they should never you know, be drinking under 18. Once they do reach the age of 18, they should have an informed, open and honest conversation with their parents about where they choose to drink alcohol and how they choose to drink alcohol. And it should really be centred around you know, the low-risk weekly guidelines that I've mentioned and then talking about things like the dangers of binge drinking. So that drinking uh, six or more standard drinks in one session, uh, usually in a short space of time. So it's really about having those kind of conversations with them to make sure that they know about, you know, the dangers and the implications of alcohol consumption and what that means for them. Thank you very much indeed. No worries. Thanks, Jim. Bye-bye. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.